Welcome to the Mindset Design Podcast with your host, Arlen Moore. In this podcast, the hope is to provide the listener with actionable advice and inspiration to inspect their own mindset and make the changes they need to achieve success and fulfillment in their own life. If you'd like to support the show and learn more about mindset design, visit mindsetdesign.com or go to who.b/arlen. That's h-o-o.be/arlen. Or simply share an episode with a friend. That would be fire. Enjoy the show, and here's your host, Arlen. Yes, testing. We are back for episode two of Ask Arlen. It is, by the time this is released, January 1st, 2021. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What? Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm not that impressed. I'm kind of the, the person who doesn't really care about birthdays because, like, what is it really? You know, like, congrats, you are still here. You know, <laughs> um, it's just another day, but uh, I guess the energy of the world is in this whole new start, fresh beginnings, even though every day is a fresh beginning. But nonetheless, we're going to hop into our first question. Now, once again, if you would like to ask a question, go to mindsetdesign.com slash askarlen, and that's how you can ask me your question and be on the show. So uh, I'm all hyped up. I had a, a delicious mocha this morning from this like uh, it's it's called like Minotti's or something. Minotti's? Minotti. It's like some Italian thing, maybe. I don't know. This dark chocolate mocha. It was just delicious. And uh, I also, funny enough, uh, was riding a Lyft scooter and I ate absolute shit. I was going full speed, tried to take a turn. I've never fallen on these things. But uh, yeah, it, I can confirm that it does hurt. Uh, and I scraped off like a quarter inch of my hand. So dealing with that, got a nice big band-aid there. Hopefully it doesn't get infected. But um, yeah, that happened. Now we're going to answer our first question here. Again, mindsetdesign.com slash askarlen. And you can ask me a question too. Uh, And also what I do is I set you up with a coach, uh, one of my success coaches, to work on you on finding an answer to that question one-on-one for, you know, 30 minutes up to an hour. And uh, I'm excited for this whole process. It's going to be amazing. Let's get after it with Alex. Our first question comes from Alex. And the question is, how can I stop procrastinating on my app idea and develop the mindset to grind? Well, I have mixed opinions on apps. (laughs) Um, My advice to you, Alex, is don't start an app. Do not start an app. And that's funny because I have an app, right? I have a web app, Maxi, uh, which you can get a seven-day free trial of at mindsetdesign.com. And you can also get a free training where I show you how to get more out of life by doing less throughout the whole process. Um, And it's amazing. And I have an app, right? And it's obviously become pretty successful this in the past year. But um, I'm telling you not to do one. Why? Well, I happen to have a YouTube following that I've been working on building for the last five to six years every single day. And I was able to launch Maxi because I already had an I already had an audience. Now, if you don't have an audience yet, it makes it's like the worst idea. Even for me, it's like not really that good of an idea to have an app. Um, it is, but it isn't at the same time. Because what you should focus on is here. I'll give you the step-by-step process. One, what problem are you solving? What problem are you solving? Okay, with this idea, with this app. Okay, what is the actual problem? Two, how can I work with somebody one-on-one to fix this problem for them? 
Because if you build an app, you're not going to be able to charge a lot of money for it. But if you work with somebody one-on-one, you're going to solidify your methodology and your your wisdom and your knowledge about the app. And you can charge a bare minimum of $1,000 to work with you one-on-one. And then once you work with someone one-on-one, you solve that problem for them, you can go on into group coaching. And when you have, you know, a, a group of people, let's say you have up to, you know, 100 people in your group and they pay you $1,000 each, well, do the math. That's $100,000. And um, then with that money you make from your group coaching model, here's what's happened. You've gotten really good at solving specific problems because every person is different and, you know, they're going to come to you because you're the expert, but each person's life situation is slightly different. So you're able to answer all their questions and really develop your niche that way. And then with all the wisdom that you know and and have kind of uh, built up from this, you can then also have all the money that you had from that. Let's say you take $25,000 and you hire a developer to build the app. Huh. And then also by that time, you probably have developed some kind of following for putting out so much free content to build that that, uh, expert status in the first place. And then you build the app. You don't start out building an app. It's dumb. Okay. I'm dumb, right, for doing that actually first. Uh, I'm not, but I am. See what I'm saying? Okay, Alex, great question. And uh, I, I hope that that helps a little bit further. As far as like motivation goes, you know, my, my advice to that is pick a problem that you have already dealt with yourself. Because when you realize how fulfilling it is to help someone with a problem that you yourself understand so well because you went through it, motivation isn't really an issue. Like this podcast for me, I'm not, I don't have to develop motivation to do this. Um, one, one hack I can give you is like, skip all the morning routine stuff that you hear in the entrepreneur world, wake up. And first thing you do after brushing your teeth is just do your first most important thing. Like this podcast, for example, I wake up, I record it first thing, or at least I did today. (laughs) I don't do that every day, but, uh, today I recorded it first thing and I'm actually, uh, sneaky recording this a day in advance for, um, so I'm recording two in a day, but it's not hard for me because I like doing it. And I I know that I'm helping you, Alex, and other people listening who have similar questions. All right, next question comes from Lex. Lex asks, how important do you believe vulnerability with yourself and others are to pursue your development and overall happiness? So I think, uh, you know, I have a mixed opinion on this. I think you have to be extremely vulnerable with yourself, Lex. I think you have to be, you know, an open book with yourself at all times. And what I mean by that is being totally open to the fact that you may have weaknesses to the fact that there are things you need to work on and being totally brutally honest with yourself and not making excuses. And, you know, when you're vulnerable with yourself, you're able to work on those things. Now, as far as like being totally vulnerable with everyone around you, I think you can be vulnerable with a few close people, like, you know, a, 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 a almost like a, a trustworthy friend that you kind of share all your insecurities with. But beyond that, it's not, I don't think it's really, uh, I, I don't think it's advisable to, um, I would not advise to go spraying your problems everywhere or online until you've actually solved them. You know, like, I, I think it's good for you to, if you're in the process of solving them, kind of talk about what's worked for you to solve each step of the problem you're dealing with. But as far as like, um, you know, let's say you're, you, you want to become a coach well, no one wants to learn from somebody who's still working on the problem. They want to learn from someone who's already solved it. So, you know, work in private on your insecurities and your vulnerabilities, right? And then once you've solved them, then you can talk about how you overcame them. But don't, like, share the process of, of doing it. That's something uh, I learned from a mentor of mine. 
where like I, I felt like I was just showing my personal development journey too much, but uh, I, I decided to make it more private and then only share the background story of my struggles when I actually accomplished those things. Um, and believe it or not, you know, I still have, obviously I'm, I'm 24. Uh, I, I still have things that I'm working on. Obviously I think, uh, you know, even if you're 80, you still have things you're working on. Right. But until you solve those things for yourself, I think it's best to keep quiet and, you know, maybe share it with a mentor and, you know, a, a close friend, but don't share it with the world until you've actually solved it. Uh, there's a guy named Iman Gaji who talks about this. It's the whole idea of private victories where like, you know, the, the things that you're working on, you the books you're reading, like do that in private and let the results be what people see. And then if they ask you how you got there, then you can share the vulnerability in the background. Good question, Lex. Okay. Next question comes from David. And the question is, how do you develop a mindset according to your goals? How do you develop a mindset according to your goals? Uh, Okay, this is a this is an interesting one. I, I would encourage you to be more specific with these questions. Again, if you go to mindsetdesign.com slash ask Arlen, you can ask one of these questions and just I encourage you to be specific because I don't really understand this question exactly, but I'll do my best to, to uh, answer you, David. How to develop a mindset according to your goals? Well, I guess the idea is, at least how I interpret it, is you want to develop the mindset of someone that's capable of accomplishing these goals, okay? So if you have a goal of, let's say, you know, becoming a professional hockey player. Well, you might want to study and learn from the mindsets of someone like Sidney Crosby or Alex Ovechkin and watch interviews of the best hockey players in the world. And when you learn how they think and you see what they say and how they view hockey, well, then you can kind of write those things down and train your mind to think more like a professional hockey player, you know, a legendary professional hockey player, hopefully. So what I do, you know, when I set a goal, I set the goal, it's definite, it's big, it's specific. And then I think about who has already accomplished this with ease. And I look at their mindset and I kind of, I kind of like draw out what I think are the key ways that they accomplish that, that thing. And I take action based on that. Okay. And I, I start to retrain myself. Obviously I use my product Maxi to program my own brain. Uh, and you can do this too, mindsetdesign.com. And you can get, you can join. You can also just go to mindsetdesign.com slash home and just straight up join. It's, you know, it's the price of a salad a month. So uh, highly recommend that. But that's what, that's what I do. You know, I, and there's even a, actually within Maxi, there's a tab, the inspiration tab. You can go there and just, I wrote, I actually had uh, written out um, a bunch of like sample mindsets essentially that you can learn from and, and sort of copy. But the idea is like find someone who's, who has what you want and draw inspiration from them um, to, to start, to start winning in your own life. Okay. So the next one is going to be from good question. Uh, David, next one's going to be from Christian. Christian asks, how do you finally overcome anxiety and OCD thoughts? Okay. Good question. Really good question. Now, uh, I'm someone who actually, I had OCD thoughts, uh, not, not exactly diagnosed OCD, but I had repetitive, obsessive, negative thinking problems. Actually, it was diagnosed. My doc, I did go to a doctor and they said, you have obsessive negative thinking. And the way I solved it was, I would say, uh, a two-step process, Christian. One is serious amounts of meditation and just observing yourself. Okay, so right now, as you listen to this podcast, I'm drawing you into the present moment. Notice how your body feels. 
if you notice any anxious feelings when you go into your body, just breathe. Nothing's going to happen. Observe them. Observe the feelings in your body. Even if you don't have any anxiety, it's good to just check in with your body. Notice how you feel. Notice the thoughts in your mind. And all I ask you to do is do this for 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night. This simple process of observing your thoughts is step one toward overcoming anxiety. Because when you disidentify with the type of person who runs away and resists and, and starts you know, scrolling TikTok when you get anxious to distract yourself and running away, what you resist persists in your life. So if you sit, be still, and observe your thoughts, your feelings, and you accept them, you can move beyond them. Okay? That's step one. Step two is every morning... Before or after your meditation, doesn't really matter. Get a journal, get a piece of paper or your laptop, and just start writing out everything that you are grateful for, right? Five to 10 things that you're grateful for. Try to make them new. Then write out five to 10 things that you're looking forward to. And then write out five to 10 amazing things about you. And what you're doing is you're basically rewiring the, the neural pathways in your brain to start looking and focusing for the, the positive in life. Because right now you're just focused on the negative. And then at night, review the day, reflect. I mean, this is what I do with Maxi. This is why I say just go to mindsetdesign.com slash home and just join Maxi. Or you can go to joinmaxi.com slash home. And uh, you can join. It's the price of a salad. And it'll pretty much fix your... I mean, I have countless amounts of people who've been using Maxi to fix their anxiety. Uh, it just works and it's completely natural, you know, no medication involved. So those are my two things, you know, retrain your brain through thinking, uh, retraining your neural pathways to focus on the positive and meditation. Good question from Christian. All right. Next one's from Ryan. Ryan asks, what are the steps I need to take to reach my goals? <laughs> uh, this is the most Ryan again. All right. Love you, buddy. But this is the most vague question I think I've ever heard. So uh, what are, I mean, this is, once again, this is why setting up the meeting with the coach and showing up to it is really good because you can like actually talk about what your goals are. Um, what are the steps I need to take to reach my goals? I mean, I guess I can give you a general answer, right? What I would do is think about your goal, okay? Then multiply your goal by 10, okay? So if your goal is, I want to make, well, I'd love to make like $10,000 a month, Okay. Well, then ask yourself instead, how can I make $100,000 a month? And then the next step is to ask, I use this thing called the 80-20 rule, where if you look it up, the basic idea is that life operates through this 80-20 distribution, where we don't live in an even world where how much effort equals how much output. It's actually true that the less effort you put in, if it's on the right things, the more you'll get out. So it, you might think like, well, if I work more hours, I'll make more money. That's incorrect. If you work less hours on the correct things, you'll actually make more money, okay? So what you want to do is think, okay, 
instead of my goal of making $10,000 a month, I want to make $100,000 a month and then think, well, if I only had an hour a day to do that, what would be that thing that I do in that one hour? Well, maybe it's record a podcast. I mean, I guarantee you, no matter who's listening to this, if you just spent an hour a day recording a podcast, within a year, you develop some kind of audience, especially if you're focusing on some kind of niche that is, you know, people care about. If you record an hour a day for a year, you're going to develop the skill of public speaking or speaking into a microphone. You're going to learn how to flow better, even in just in-person conversations. You're going to build an audience and you're going to have produced a skill that people value. You know, for me, for this podcast, you know, I've been speaking into cameras for five years. No wonder I'm compelling and, and, and charismatic and good at it and why people like this and like to listen because I've been practicing so much. And then, of course, I know what I'm talking about because I've been practicing helping people solve problems. So my, my advice to you then is step one, make your goal 10 times bigger. Step two, look for the least amount of effort possible to accomplish your goal. Okay. Instead of like, so let me just show you how that works. Like if you record a podcast for an hour a day, that's an hour a day. You probably like doing it anyway. And then, and that's just an example, you know, it could be work on your Shopify store for an hour a day. It could be work on building a TikTok platform for an hour a day and creating something for an hour a day, as opposed to a different action, maybe getting a minimum wage job, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, look, if, if you, you know, if you put eight hours a day into a minimum wage job, let's say working at a diner, which is something I did actually when I was, uh, when I was younger, I worked at a diner, like no matter how many years I worked at that diner, it's not an 80, 20, like process. It's, it's not building to anything. It's no matter what, I'd still always be working at that diner. I can't like build a skill that would eventually make me famous or whatever. So pick an uncommon, unconventional thing, like a podcast about, I don't know, anxiety, right? And build that over time. Good question. Great question, Ryan. I appreciate you. Lucas is the next question. We have two more today. Lucas asks, um, and this is a long one. So as a former student, what is your biggest piece of advice when it comes to balancing, uh, when it comes to balancing starting a business, working part-time and being a full-time student? So my biggest piece of advice is kind of similar to the last question, Ryan, um, or sorry, Lucas, where what you need to do is you need to figure out what are, this is why Maxi is so useful because it gets you dialed in on this. But like, what is the one thing that you need to be doing every day? If you only had an hour, fuck that. If you only had a, if you only had two hours every week, let's say, let's say I shot you in the right arm and you can't use your arm and you're like, you literally only have the ability to work for two hours a week. What would you do in those two hours to make progress in your business? And when you think like that and you actually journal about it, go for a walk and you do that journaling exercise, you're going to come up with an 80-20 distribution activity that is actually important and enjoyable and not stressful at all. That if you only worked for two hours for the whole year per week, you would, you would accomplish more than if you did something that was a waste of time. Then do the same thing with school. If you, could, if you could only work on your schoolwork for two weeks, what would you do? Well, look at your syllabus. Look at what is weighed the most, right? Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's the final exam. Maybe it's a certain paper. What if you only worked on your paper for two hours a week, right? And you knew that was like 60% of your grade. Well, if you got an A on that, then you at least get a D. See what I'm saying? So 
my point is use like <laughs> read the 80 20 um the book is called 80 20 your life it's by richard kosh k-o-c-h and this book will fundamentally change how you think about everything um and you know when you really start focusing on what actually matters then that's when you start to get uh results that are uncommon okay good question lucas and our last question is going to be coming in from caitlin and caitlin asks I just graduated college in May and started a new job three months ago. I have all these dreams and aspirations to do big things. And I've thought about starting, I thought about starting a business, but I just don't know what that is yet. I feel like society nowadays puts a, uh, I feel like society nowadays puts a lot of pressure on people to discover the next big thing or be a millionaire at 25. It often feels I'm behind because I just graduated and got a full-time job. I love the job I have now because of the pay, benefits, and people I work with, but I don't feel completely or complete or feel it's my fullest potential slash calling as far as the work goes. What is your advice for people? <laughs> Sorry, this is going so slow. I'm like reading it as it comes up. What is your advice for people? who are in a similar situation as mine. They feel they have more to give and happy where they are now, but aspire for more and don't know what that is yet. Okay, here it is. Step one, meditate more to the point where you can be at your normal job and enjoy little things like, like you know, printing a new document. Like find joy, like for example, when I'm home here, even I still do things that are like mundane, right? Like uh, doing the dishes is a, a joyful activity for me. So at your job that you have now, you know, you say you love it, but like love it even more, like love the things that you don't love about it and find joy in presence, okay? The more you direct your attention to the present moment, even when you're doing things that you s supposed to not, you, you like don't like the doing, shift your attention away from the doing and shift it to the being, okay? Because when you bring it into the present moment, everything is dialed back into the present. You're out of your head, you're in your body, focused on the present moment. Then you find what you enjoy even more. And when you do that, you get more in alignment with things that you like doing. And then you go, okay, I'm doing this job. Well, I love it, but maybe there's something more. It kind of seems like there's more that you want, right? So you, want, you aspire to be more, but don't know what that is yet. The first step is dialing in to presence, okay? Now, everyone has something that they, they do as a hobby or they do as a pastime. Maybe they, it's almost like you do something, Caitlin, that you kind of take for granted that you're really good at just because you like it. Like, for example, me. Sometimes I take granted, I take for granted like how good I am at video stuff because I've just kind of always been good at it and I don't realize that it's a skill, you know? So for you, think about like what are the things that you're just randomly good at? It could be like speaking, public speaking. It could be, um, you know, spreadsheets. It, it could be anything, right? And just look at that and just if you enjoy it and you like doing it, do it more. That's it. And then think, how could I turn this into something that solves a problem for people? How could I turn this into something that solves value? Perhaps you start a podcast. Perhaps you start a YouTube channel. 
My number one piece of advice, I guess, as a, as a culmination of this podcast, everyone who's asked a question is do what the fuck you like doing and create something every single day. And I would say every time you get the urge to consume something, instead of consuming, just kind of throw something at the wall and just create instead. So like, let's say you have the urge to check TikTok. You're like, you know what? Instead of scrolling TikTok, I'm going to make a TikTok. Next time you have the urge to listen to a podcast, don't say, don't listen to it. Just create one. Next time you get the urge to watch a YouTube video, why don't you just make a YouTube video and flip, join the other side, become a creator, become an artist. That's it. Become an artist. All right. I hope that this was enjoyable for you on this beautiful January 1st, 2021. The energy has shifted, right? Eh, Not really, but whatever. You know, I'm sure there's going to be crazier and crazier things that happen in this year. Uh, (laughs) Who knows? Aliens, vaccine, whatever that's going to do. Um, It's going to be very interesting. Very, very interesting year. But I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to ask a question and be on the show, just go to mindsetdesign.com slash askarlen. Do it right now. You're going to get to ask me a question. I'll answer it to the best of my ability and set you up with one of my success coaches and um, they're going to work with you one-on-one on on finding you an answer and, and helping you progress forward in life. Very excited for this rest of this month to record these. Love you. Let's talk soon. Bye.